On March 31st, 1995, a groundbreaking comedy was released, Tommy Boy, starring Chris Farley and David Spade, fresh off SNL in their first major starring role. A ridiculous movie about a an overweight man-child who's been given everything in his life is now forced to actually work for once to save his family's company. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. It's an anniversary. We both recently saw it in theaters, yes. and we figured it would make for a great Sunday episode, so why not? It only makes sense. Tommy Boy is turning 25 this month. We both turned 25 in January. Yes. Like you said, we got to see it at Draft House. Yep. Will likely be the last movie you and I go see in theaters for quite some time. Yeah, most of the year. Uh, and yeah, Tommy Boy, uh, needless to say, is like one of my five favorite like purebred comedies. Where yeah. You, you know, there's movies that are like, uh, you know, you and I have talked about like uh, uh, like Big Lebowski or Grand Budapest Hotel where there's, there's more things happening. Yeah. There's more being done. Tommy Boy is a through and through make you laugh comedy. Without a doubt. And it's one of my favorites that, that does that, just that. With a very brief film career, only four major starring roles, Chris Farley made a hell of an impact on yeah. comedy, just from SNL and his appearances. Uh, he unfortunately OD'd in 97 at age 33. We lost him way too soon. He's arguably the funniest son of a bitch who ever walked out of SNL. Yeah. And we talked about him... Several times, and I know we, he came up in the Blues Brothers episode. Yeah, yeah. And we wanted to finally talk in depth about this guy and how much we love him. And Tommy Boy was the perfect vehicle. So yeah. let's get into this. I'm Connor Izagari. And I'm Austin Johnson. And get ready to laugh in an episode of Filmgasm. Tommy Boy. Been around as long as I can remember. I've always been watching this movie. Same, same. This is one of those I've owned it on DVD since I knew what DVDs were. Yeah, one of my first DVDs too. Yeah, I I love it. Even when I was watching it, like as a kid, even like my mom would be like, "Hey, just skip that one scene of the girl at the pool," you know. Really? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, yeah. You were shown like the thing at a young age. That was something that I would not. Have been allowed to see for quite some time. Yeah, I had my eyes opened early. <laughs> yeah, this was not the case for me. Like comedies were much more like, like I wasn't allowed to see American Pie for a while, you know, until I was older, stuff like that. This that raunchy '90s era. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and Tommy Boy's a part of that. Uh, obviously, it's a very harmless movie <laughs> in hindsight, but I, I don't know. You know, I guess I don't know. I mean, there is a like, there's a scene of like, there's a masturbation scene. Like that's I, that I, scene. I get it's why. all right there. Yeah. Were you, were you watching Spanktrovision? I didn't get that when I first saw the movie. I didn't either. I had no idea what those jokes were. I, yeah. bet, she, I bet she dates one of the Yankees, you know. <laughs> I didn't know what all that really, really meant, you know, until I got a little bit older. Yeah. Till, you know, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's been a staple. Chris Farley is my favorite, you know, com, comic, my, my favorite, definitely my favorite guy from SNL. Like you said, we talked about Blues Brothers, uh, that was the first SNL movie we've done. Here's the second one. It only makes sense that we would do this. <laughs> I think that, you know, Blues Brothers, this one, and Wayne's World are just on a different fucking, different level, you know, of, of quality. Uh, T- Tommy Boy is, like you said, the formula is pretty simple. We've yeah. seen it a million times before, but just Chris Farley puts his charm on it, and it immediately makes it a classic. That dude was on 24-7, and he always knew how to make people laugh. Yeah. In any situation, the guy 
was a born and bred comedian and God, what he could have gone on to do, what he would have, what he could have been such a damn shame. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we didn't get to see him even do more than five movies. So yeah, I don't, there's no telling when I see David Spade, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, I see what these guys are doing now. And I'm like, man, like, Oh, I really wish I could have seen what he would have done. You look at Sandler and he's in Uncut Gems, you know. You look at David Spade and he's been in TV shows. He's done all kinds of stuff. You look at uh, Chris Rock, he's about to be in Fargo, you know, and he's, been in, he's about to be in the new Saw movie. Man, you know, I feel like we were just robbed of this really, really fascinating career that would have unfolded, uh, that would have gone beyond comedy. I, re- I really believe that. I think he was oh, absolutely. A, I think he was a fantastic actor. Well, I read in his, uh, his uh, biography that his brother wrote, uh, Oh yeah, great he was book. Being groomed to play uh, silent, uh, silent film actor Fatty Arbuckle. Yes, yes, in yes, a yes, biopic yes. that likely would have gotten him some Oscar attention. And oh, can you imagine what this guy? That would have been so great. It's like perfect role there. I know a little bit about Fatty Arbuckle. And, yeah, uh, would have been really cool to see Chris Farley play that guy mm-hmm. in that world. But I don't know, man. Something about the like, we lost a lot of good co- comedians in the nineties. Yeah. Chris Farley, John Candy, Phil Hartman. Like, it just kept coming. It's really sad. Yeah, it's devastating. And you, you know, obviously, you know, Tommy Boy came out the year we were born. So this is all history to us. Yeah. You know, he was dead before we knew what was what. So all of it is history to us. I just, I, yeah, I just selfishly, for my own, I just wish I could have seen him become whatever actor he was going to become in his, his late 30s and his 40s. And we just didn't get to see that. But what we did get is absolute gold. Yes. Even going from before Tommy Boy, going to just, you know, his little bits in Billy Madison, his <laughs> little his little bits in Wayne's World, it's like the funniest parts of the movies, you know? He immediately steals the show. On Wayne's World, he has that bit where he's describing what's going on, like where the they're going to be going on tour, and he's like, then back through Detroit, and he's pointing in directions that are completely wrong, you know? <laughs> back through Detroit, up through Chicago, you know? Just total Chris Farley owns it for like, it's on the screen for like 30 seconds, but he, he just owns it. And then, you know, Billy Madison, come on, as the truck driver, or bus driver, sorry, just <laughs> legendary. The His hair is like just laminated to his yeah. to his head, and he's just, you know, not a good, not a good bus driver, you know. It's kind of all over the place with the wheel, you know, and a banana gets thrown at him. Ah, no yelling on the bus, you know, <laughs> screaming, you know, he immediately goes from zero to 100. It's better than anybody, you know, he... We've talked about all kinds of actors. We talked about PSH for a long time about how he can go so abrupt so fast. Farley like has that. <laughs> That's why I wish we could have seen him do more stuff is I think he like actually had some serious chops. And my favorite thing about Farley is his, his ability to be a team fucking player, his ability to step to the side and realize I'm the big dude. I'm going to be the physical guy and let this guy take, take the limelight for a minute, you know? Yeah. And he knew how to do that so well. Such a good team player. And that goes back to him being an actual rugby player at Marquette. Yeah. And that, you know, is like in the first scene of Tommy Boy, we see him with his jacket running. It's classic. That's a part of him. He's like an incredible athlete, actually played rugby, unbelievable chemistry on screen with all kinds of actors, could do anything comedically. I just, I, I feel like we were robbed of like a legend, you know? We really were. Yeah. I, I think, you know, people look back and they just talk about Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. It's like, I think about the skill he had and what could have, what could have, come afterwards you know that's that's the most devastating part for sure 
What um what what was the first thing you like remember seeing him in? Was it the SNL stuff or was it these movies? It was Black Sheep. Yeah, yeah. That was Black Sheep first. and Tommy Boy were the first yeah. two things I saw, and then then came SNL, <laughs> <laughs> which totally stole my heart, of course, without a doubt. Black Sheep, though, I often go back and forth between which one I like better, Tommy Boy or Black Sheep. Because Black Sheep is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, and, they're um, virtually the same movie, pretty much. Yeah, same exact. It's, it's Farley and Spade. Banter. Winning formula, you know? Keep, yeah. it, keep it going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh... Vote for Donnelly! <laughs> yeah, there's just some God. killer lines in that movie. <laughs> you gotta fight for you your right, right to vote! Kill Whitey! That whole scene is just... Uh, for me, it's when he falls down the hill, and he's just oh, like, What the hell, was, the the hell bat? was that all about? Yeah. The bat in his hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, little roots. Please stay strong. Please. <laughs> Please. Oh, so good. Being aware of his weight. Like, he's yeah. so aware of, like, how his physicality. It's awesome. I love that, man. He, yeah. Not to mention Gary Busey with just a heat check performance. Jesus in Black Christ. Sheep. Good God. <laughs> Black Sheep will get its own episode one day. Yes. Amazing, amazing movie. Absolutely. Uh, Tommy Boy's definitely the... I'm not that far from dragging you out of the car and beating you into dust. <laughs> She woke up to that. Kind of leaves you nowhere to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Tommy Boy, <laughs> uh, it was written by Bonnie and Terry Turner, the com- uh, comedic duo who would create Third Rock from the Sun. Yes. Among other things. Directed by Peter Siegel, who uh, I believe he did Ace Ventura. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Let me confirm that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's... That sounds right. Nope. I was wrong. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> I'll find out. But, uh, oh, yeah. This is 51st State's Longest Yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked yeah. Gun 3. Yeah, yeah. Acre Management. Yeah. Yeah. So he had some good ones, but Tommy Boy is easily his best movie. Just looking at that filmography. For sure. Co-stars Rob Lowe, who plays Paul Barish, con man, who... who marries his way into the Callahan family. And uh, Rob Lowe was uncredited in this movie. He was working on The Stand for TV and couldn't commit to something else. So he took this part as a favor to his friend Chris Farley, which is pretty significant because it's a big role. He's the bad guy. Yeah, it's a huge role. <laughs> Extremely essential to the movie. Yeah. And for that to just be a favor shows like, I'm doing this for Chris. Yeah, like yeah. Chris must have been the coolest guy, you know? Must have been. Well, but- everybody, you know, obviously he was... The troubled, troubled soul. Yeah. But like all those guys say that like, yeah, he's fucking awesome to hang out with. Like, but dude had a dark side. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had, yeah, he and David Spade were fighting most of the production. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Sandler talks about how like you would have to like, just kind of like, keep your eye on him sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You get him drunk, you get him high. He's going to, he gets angry. Yeah. It's like the Hulk. Sad. Uh, co-stars Brian Dennehy as big Tom Callahan, Tommy's father. Brian Dennehy, he's been around for a long time. I remember him as the uh, douchey cop in First Blood. <laughs> uh, Bo Derek plays Beverly, Tommy's fake stepmom, who is married to Paul. And uh, I don't really know much of Bo Derek's career, honestly. I know her primarily from this. Yeah, me too. And then she did a movie called Ten back in the day. I don't, yeah. And then, of course, we got Dan Aykroyd as, as Zelensky. We the, talked about Dan Aykroyd. The auto parts yeah. king. Oh, mate, one of my favorite 
Dan Aykroyd roles, without a doubt. We talked about Dan Aykroyd a couple times. He comes up a lot in, yeah. uh, in film. Yeah. Yeah. We love Dan Aykroyd. He'll keep coming up. Don't worry. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Roman Craig, Ray Zielinski. <laughs> yes. He's great at playing just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago a douche. douche. He's perfect at that. That is his bread and butter. And he is so good in this. His hair is just ridiculous. God, I love that. <laughs> Put a little coin in my pocket. Might be in the asshole. <laughs> just the way he talks, I love it. Tommy Boy, uh, IMDb score seven point one, Rotten Tomatoes score of forty two percent. You believe that? God, bastards. Though it benefits from the comic charms of its two leads, Tommy Boy too often feels like a familiar sketch stretched thin. God, I feel sad for these people. Ninety <laughs> percent audience score, you know. So take that. People love this movie. Tommy Boy is a great cult comedy. Oh, it's one of the most quoted movies in my life. Like amongst my friends and my brothers, we quote it nonstop. It was a big hit. Grossed thirty-two million on a budget of eight million. So you know, for comedy in the nineties, great, great Fantastic. effort. Yeah, and turned Chris Farley into a box office success, which. Could have gone to so many great places. And uh, yeah, let's get into this. Let's do Tommy Boy. All right. Uh, very familiar, you know, uh, plot synopsis here for Connor and I, but we'll <laughs> we'll glide through it here and kind of, you know, pick apart our favorite bits and quote it along the way. Why not? It sounds like fun. So after seven years at college. <laughs> well, first, we, we meet Tommy as a kid where... The very first thing we see him do... Yeah, he's running to this running door. Door. glass door. Son of a... <laughs> and he's late. Late again, Tommy? You're pathetic. Shut up, Richard! <laughs> I love he drops his history book. Yeah. Never got over that. No. And then <laughs> we see him miss the bus again as a college student on the day of his history final. Yeah. Oh, his <laughs> history final. He takes off running. And, and yeah, his, his history final, you know, one of the questions, the first, the only question we see is <laughs> talking about a very uh, big document. <laughs> Here, here in the United States that was signed by... Thomas Jefferson, blank. John Adams, and blank Hancock. Yeah, and he's like, you know, <laughs> of course, and writes down H-E-R-B-I-E. <laughs> Herbie! Herbie. <laughs> Tells you all you need to know about this doofus. I love one of my favorite little bits is when he's running to try to get to the building and he hops through the hedge, the hedge and hits the woods. Yeah. <laughs> And then when he's sprinting and then stops because there's those two girls. Hi, how are you? Well, when he's, he's running at that guy and the guy's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. he thinks Tommy's going to jump him. Or when Tommy's opening the doors and they don't, come on! No, oh, please, God! <laughs> and that girl just barely, yeah. Classic. What an intro. You know? Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, and then, he go- idiot. and then he goes and is looking at his grades and, you know, he's going down. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. He completely... <laughs> Moves people out of the way. <laughs> and he's looking down for his name. Tommy Callahan. Tommy Callahan. I got a D plus. <laughs> I passed. And then he grabs this guy and starts shaking him. I wish we knew each other because this is a little awkward. In that scene, I'm, when we saw it at the movies, yeah. I never noticed this before. His teacher is in the background yeah. looking at him with such like, disdain. Like God this idiot. Damn. Seven years he's taught this Moron. guy. So, of course, you know, he's going to graduate, and he's very excited, and they show him kind of partying with his rugby teammates and smoking weed and drinking, and he passes out. <laughs> We're going to show. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's honestly the weirdest scene in the movie, when he's like, especially you. 
I'm always like, why? Why is that in the movie? Crisis. No, no. You were the best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna miss you guys. It's so insincere. Yeah, yeah. It, it's great. I bet he failed that test. I bet they gave him a D plus just to get him the hell out. Of yeah, him. seven years, man. It's like we can't take this anymore. So after seven years, Tommy Callahan the third barely graduates from Marquette, which is where he actually went. And he, he's going to return home to Sandusky, Ohio. Sandusky, Ohio. Which is, you know, obviously where Tommy Boy takes place mostly. Uh, his father, industrialist and widower, Thomas, Big Tom Callahan, played by Brian Dennehy. Just a, a wonderful performance. Oh, they couldn't have cast his I, father better. Yeah, how, how, there's, <laughs> there is no one other than, like, his own dad that could, you know, conjure he, that up. He's such an endearing guy. Like, you really, this family's, a, like, they're good people. They basically... Have kept this town alive for generations. Yeah. Why well, say no? It's so, so damn good to say, good to say yes. <laughs> oh uh, man. I love we meet we meet Richard at the at the airport. He t- he meets Tommy at the plane. He's like, I thought you were gonna be here this morning. I'm like, well, he was here, but you weren't on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called. Well, I did call and what number did you call? <laughs> earlier, no, later, and I, I left a message. <laughs> Two four niner seven sixty. Can't hear you. You're, You're trailing off, off there. I catch a niner in there. What you calling from? A walkie-talkie? No, it was cordless. <laughs> that has to be you. Yeah, it's just great because you have you have banter between classic banter between Farley and Spade, and Farley's like, "Oh, like what's going on with the old high school crew?" He's like, oh, "I don't really like the whole the old high school gang," and they're seeing that everything's shut down. The tire plant, all these plants are shut down except for Callahan Auto, <laughs> which is owned by his father. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. They're called doctors. <laughs> oh, God. Has a thin candy shell. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I think your brain has a thick candy shell. Your brain has the shell on it. Are you talking? <laughs> oh, I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> God. So, so he's home, yeah, you know, and, and uh, he goes goes to Callahan, and he's still got his, his rugby, Marquette rugby jacket on, and I love that when, he's, when he first gets there, and that's when you see, like, the pictures of the Callahans, and he's yeah. like, and one day my son's gonna own it. And that's when, Tommy! And we have the, <laughs> The sumo wrestling opener. Ah! <laughs> it's beautiful. Beautiful. There's so, such a weird thing. <clears throat> but I like that they all, you know, the, the family-owned thing, how they've always been, you know, Tom's like the fifth generation to yeah. do this. I like that. Me too. I had it's a good a, touch. It's a good touch. I had a Callahan Auto shirt. I, I still do. I still do, yeah. yeah. I lost mine. I wore it to my... Like ninth grade or tenth grade, like class pictures. <laughs> just got me. Everybody's wearing like like nice clothes, and I have a bright green Callahan. It's That's awesome. the same one I had. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm fucking proud of that picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh man! <laughs> one was, time during, uh, I think it was like second or third grade. I didn't know it was picture day. I had a big old sumo wrestler shirt on. It was like a red shirt that had a sumo wrestler just going like Wah! in the middle of it. My mom was pissed. <laughs> I didn't know. I swear to God, I, didn't I had know. no idea. I'm gonna try to find that picture. I did not know. <laughs> so Tom, Tommy goes back. Uh, they're they're kind of walking around. You're hearing you're hearing that uh, Big Tom needs 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 a a loan from the bank. Yeah, needs capital. Yeah, uh, and you know they they're kind of looking at stuff and you know going to look at the brake pads and whatnot in the new the new division. And that's one of my favorite scenes physically from Farley in this movie is when he's. Whoa, you're coming awfully fast there. He's dodging the cranes. Cat-like speed reflexes. <laughs> ah! You know, all that is like, as a kid, you just, 
You're immediately like, that guy's the funniest person <laughs> in the world. I'm know? just checking the speed on the rotary Dirt. girder. I'm retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Straight Come up. up. That's, <laughs> and that's great, you know, and he... That's when we go back inside the, the, the building and he's like, can I open my eyes now, Dad? For God's sake, son, I, I didn't tell you to close them in the first place. Isn't it, do you think it's weird that like this company's been in business for like almost, you know, almost 100 years and they're just now making brake pads? Yeah, it doesn't seem seem quite, <laughs> quite right. Yeah. I mean, I'm no... You no, got air fresheners, but we don't have brake pads. I don't make cars, but I'm pretty sure that's a that's pretty, like an essential. essential part of a car. <laughs> <laughs> this is your... It's 95, you're just now getting into brake pads. Yeah. Jesus. Maybe not a good business plan, Tom. <laughs> Come on, Big Tom. <laughs> well, Big Tom's got other things on his mind. True, very true. So, you know, now Tommy Tommy Boy has his own office, and David Spade's like, sure, he's only been here for an hour. <laughs> oh, you got a window. Why shouldn't you? You've been here 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've interrupted half your time. <laughs> that was some Star Wars. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's called reading top to bottom or left to right group words together in sentences take Tylenol for any headaches might all for any cramps <laughs> la 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 le, lu, lu. Uh, so he gets his own office in it, and then you know quickly we have the transition where Big Tom says I also have a surprise at home so you know but first we meet Paul as he comes into town on a bus yes we get a very clear image of who he is slaps a kid throws a Milk carton in a in a carriage. Yeah, piece of shit. Douche straight bag. up. Yeah, douchebag. <laughs> and so Tommy and Big Tom they go home to this beautiful, beautiful house that we saw at the very beginning of the film when he hit his head <laughs> on the sliding door. <laughs> Classic. And uh, you know he's got his eyes closed. Got again. his eyes closed again. They go out. They go out to the backyard in the pool, and he opens his eyes, and then you know you have like the slow motion, the music. God's sake, somebody quit covering your damn eyes. <laughs> oh, Dad, is that for me? No, son, that's for me. And that's how that's where we get <laughs> such a weird way. It to is introduce your stepmom, your son. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that's how we get Bo Derek's uh, entrance into the movie, and she's coming out of the water. It's just this like iconic moment from the movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> and immediately, you know, they're they're drinking, having a good time. He's like, look, yeah, you know, and he's like, what'd she say? <laughs> God, what an idiot! Do you think I would have introduced you to this lady if she didn't say yes to being my wife? Yeah. I love it. So it's, you know, Big Tom's going to have a wedding. This is a big this is a big guy. You know, he's one of the biggest members of the community. It's going to be a big deal. He's getting married, you know. And Tommy's Tommy's here, you know, like you said, Rob Lowe. We just saw him, so who is he? And that's when they tell us, you're going to have a brother. Brother? <laughs> I've always wanted to have a brother. And then, you know, the movie starts really moving, and that's when Rob Lowe brings in the doorbell, and we get one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. So good. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, oh, God. So good. And they just go out on the town. Yeah. Paul's looking to do something dangerous. dangerous. Like, is there anything else to do in All this town you besides can handle, eat? bro. <laughs> besides eat. The music's so good right there. It's like... Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, Tommy Tommy turns the music up and they, they they find find some dangerous stuff to do. And that is cow tipping. Cow tipping. Ah, pretty maids all in a row. I want the one on the left. Which one do you want? Does it matter? <laughs> Is this your first time? I can't believe you've never been cow tipping before. So also a very ridiculous thing to have in a movie. Cow tipping. Meg, you know, what you do is you get your, get your shoulders in between. I've never known... Belly any- option on two on two. 
I have never known anybody who ever has even considered cow tipping. No. Like, Jesus. Maybe because, you know, I didn't grow up in the Midwest. I don't, maybe there's nothing else to do in <laughs> there. Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> but God. Jesus Christ. And he slips and falls in the mud. Goes horribly. Yeah. Goes horribly there, you know. Causes a stampede. Yeah. <laughs> Go, brother! Brother! I'll save you! And they're at the gas station, you know, spraying. Uh, Paul spraying water off his... Your shoes are Italian. They're worth more than your life. Whoa. <laughs> Do they have hoses like that at gas stations? I didn't know that. I, I was actually going to bring that up. I didn't know they had just straight water hoses at... I know they have the squeegee, but... Yeah. Maybe that's a 90s thing, because I've never seen maybe. that. Maybe. Or maybe it's certain gas stations in the Midwest. I don't know. I don't know. When I was a kid, I just thought he was spraying his shoes with gasoline. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was like, man, that's wild, especially when he starts spraying. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Come on, spray me. I'm a maniac, maniac on the floor. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? Why? <laughs> and that's when we get the immediate, like, boom, boom, and it goes straight to the wedding right after that line. What a great transition. I love that. That's one of the most famous from the movie. Just, did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? Why? <laughs> I don't so know why weird. it's so funny. It's hilarious. It's perfect. A lot of this movie is just delivery. Oh, that's what it is. Comedic that, timing, That's man. Chris Farley. Yeah, it's the physical nature and the yeah the timing. <laughs> so now the wedding's happening. You know, Big Tom, and he's has a little powwow with you know sons with Tommy, and Tommy's like, Dad, I just want you to be happy. You know, it's a good, it's a nice moment. It's endearing. It is a nice moment. You're like set up for. You realize, like, you know, he's an idiot, but he's not an asshole. He's he's a good kid. Yeah, he's just a complete moron. Loves his dad. Yeah, like he loves his dad. His dad loves him. Loves his dad. Know? Loves his town. Loves his company. Yeah. And loves Richard. Yeah. yeah. And he just wants to do the right thing, but he's such a goddamn moron. He can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Great. So at this wedding, you know, you have you have some funny moments like, you kidding? Go get him, Tom! You know? <laughs> and then uh, you have, boy, would I like to get some of that. I love when Richard shows up to bring him to the... Yes, place. yes, like, yes. How do we look? Chubby? <laughs> I think it was champagne talking, yeah. That part's great. He just starts laughing to himself. <laughs> You got an edit button on that thing? <laughs> It'll cost you. It'll cost you. God. Say a little something to the camera. Say a little something to the camera. Yeah. You know, you have Michelle Brock. I guess we didn't, we forgot about her introduction. Oh, yeah. Because that's when she, when RT is like, you see this, you see these two letters next to the city? That's the state. Why don't you go back to college for the last seven years? Study a globe. <laughs> don't worry. RT just found out what a loser he is. Yeah, what a loser he is. <laughs> so Michelle used to go to high school with Tommy. They were friends. Yeah. And uh, they start developing well friendship, yeah, little friendship yeah. going. Well, can she has a weird filing system that doesn't really make a lot of sense to anybody. Doesn't, her. Use, doesn't use cabinets, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's just like they be, you know, they rekindle a friendship. Yeah, at the wedding, they get uh, Tom and Beverly get married. They Tom and uh, Tommy sing Ray Charles. Uh, what I'd say, great song, great performance, incredible. And at that performance, Big Tom has a heart attack. Yeah. And, and, and dies right there. Yeah. Hard left. Like surprising, like boom, emotional mic drop. It goes from, I'm going to need you, Tommy boy, to get this party started yeah. to two minutes later. So just, he's, he's, mm. he's gone. It's like still, still like, almost, it like, hurts. It makes me cry. Yeah, man. And then you have like a, like pretty jaw dropping funeral scene where they have the cut and then it shows like all the people there and they have the cut where it just shows Tommy and Richard. Yeah. You know, the only ones left because t- Big Tom was like a father figure to Richard because Richard didn't have a dad. So you're just like kind of like, man, you're feeling all these emotions. Like right now I got the chills. I'm like, man, I, yeah. it's like just rough. And you're like just laughing your ass off. And yeah, it takes his hard left. 
still still trips you up. The score playing Amazing Grace with the bagpipes, that, that gets me every time. And you just see Chris Farley walking, yeah. And knowing all, all that you know about him, yeah. it's just kind of like... It He's became, always... Yeah. It became... This moment in the movie kind of became more iconic because of what happened to Chris Farley, too. True. For me. Um, and, what, like, yeah, what, like watching him, and then it goes to the scene with the sailboat. Well, in this scene... Tommy's, you know, he's lost his dad, the the one person he's always been able to count on to have his back, to help him out. And also, he now realizes the immense weight on his shoulders because he's the next Callahan to take over this place. Yep. So it's all on him now. So he, you know, realizing that this movie has a surprising amount of emotional heft, and yeah, I love that. You could make, you could, you know, if you on paper had a movie about a guy who is, like, mentally... Uh, you know, struggling with a lot of things and has bad health and deals with alcoholism and drugs and goes to school for seven years to finish. Also doesn't have a mom because she's passed away for unspoken reasons, you know. Uh, and then you go home to this tiny town to like work for your dad and then he dies. That's like a recipe for like an unbelievable movie, like drama movie. Yeah. With like Philip Seymour Hoffman starring as shit, the, man. They're you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And so like that part of the movie is so essential to it being like as much as I love it now, it like has it like has this heart to it that most comedies don't. A spoiled rich kid realizes he you know the emotional weight on Dude. his shoulders after the death of his father. Yeah, like well, and what Jeez. he what he does in these next scenes is like so fucking valiant, like as a human. Yeah. And what you're saying about him earlier about like. Danish wants you to be happy about. He's like a good dude. As dumb as he may be, or as like fucked up he may be in the brain from like smoking too much and drinking too much, this dude's a guy has a good heart. And that's why like I love Tommy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> like Tommy is like one of my he's like like he's a hero of mine. Like, if he I was love an, Tommy. Yeah. If he was an asshole, this movie wouldn't work. No way. No. No way. He couldn't even be like a Lloyd Christmas. You couldn't he couldn't even be like a little bit selfish. <laughs> he he like is working for everybody else. He honestly doesn't do much for himself at Ever. all in the movie. Ever. I mean, yeah, you have the line where this guy's trying to put you on the street and all you can say is, mm, he seems like a nice guy. You yeah. know? That's, he that's, sees the best in people. That's, that's really cool. Fucking Tommy Callahan. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's good it's good to it's good to, to talk about these things and why you love comedy so much. Because oh yeah. There's 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 well, I've often thought that especially like when we when I do my reviews on the website, comedy is the hardest. To talk about. And to rate. Yeah, really. You know? It's really hard to say what you like and what you don't like about comedy because it's all subjective. Yeah. What makes you laugh. Yeah. yeah. Like doing this right now, is it's good to unpack this kind of movie because we get to, you know, really dig into not just what's funny, but why this is a good movie. Yeah. Why it's lasted so long. For yeah. 25 years. So strong. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously powerful stuff. Um, and we have then, again, immediate cut. This is like what's great comedy movies do. They cut it immediately and make you laugh again. And we're on the sailboat with Michelle. <laughs> and obviously Chris Farley's, uh, Tommy's end of the boat is like way down and he's like in the water and Michelle's up, you know, there's no, no wind at all. No. And you got three kids while he's having an emotional. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just don't know. What I'm he's gonna trying do. not to cry in front of her. And he's like, I oh, got, I sound like an idiot right now. And she's like, no, no, you're good. He's like, oh, I'm just going to miss him. You know, I love my dad. And then you hear <laughs> these three punk ass. Hey, Gilligan, did you eat the skipper? Like, hey, lady, there's a whale on your boat. Yeah, free Willy. <laughs> Jesus, crazy shit. That honestly, you probably can't put in a movie today. I just just shaming this fat guy. His reaction. You better pray to the god of skinny punks that this wind doesn't pick up. 
because I'll come over there and jam an oar up your ass. Ooh. <laughs> the god of skinny bugs. It makes me laugh every time. Pray the goddess. <laughs> goddess. And you were saying, yeah. <laughs> Just need a little yeah. wind. And then she freaks out on them and scares the shit out of them. Wind? <laughs> You're going to need to drop a couple hundred pounds, blimp. <laughs> hey. Your sail is limp, just like your dick. <laughs> Fuck those kids, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Michelle tells him off, you know. Oh, I know sure. where you live and I know where you sleep. By the time your mother sees what I've done to you, she'll cry. Tommy's just like, wow. I don't know where they live. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. So the ba- so <sighs> the board of directors at Callahan are struggling because Big Tom was pretty much the only thing keeping this place afloat because everyone yes. trusted him. With him gone, the bank doesn't want to front them the money, which means they can't get the brake pads up out the door, which means they can't make the money that they need to stay afloat, so they're going to have to sell to Zelensky. And Tommy says that if he offers, you know, he'll offer his house for collateral so they can get the loan, so they can get the brake pads up and running. It's really noble. He's risking everything, his inheritance, his whole, like his, his family's money to make this happen because his dad believed in it. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. he's like, you know, I, I, my dad said these brake pads are pretty cool. I think we should, you know, see what we can do about them. Awesome, you know? Just yeah. Fucking Tommy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is when the plot starts to kind of thicken and heat up with um, who we thought was marrying Big Tom, when indeed she's actually in a relationship with the son. <laughs> yeah, they're actually married. It's a con. Yeah. Total, total con. Total con artist, which you had a hunch for, you know, did you, did you, do you remember... How you reacted to this the first time you saw it? I knew he was a piece of shit. I knew he was up to something. I yeah. didn't think she was in on it. Yeah, I didn't think they were straight up yeah. married. That's, yeah. That was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. Still trips me up these days, you know. <laughs> oh, man. I love in the boardroom scene when everyone's like saying, you know, and then we're gonna the company's going to go under, and that one lady's like, and that's when the whores come in. <laughs> one, one time I visited a prostitute in Vietnam, and ever since she... <laughs> My life's been a living hell. <laughs> That's when the horrors came in. I like her idea. <laughs> and Tommy agrees to go on Big Tom's sales trip to try to get these brake pads on. It has on to be loaded. done. And they have to sell, sell yeah. 500,000 units. Yes, in order yeah. to make a profit. To, to make this, this work. Keep yeah. this place afloat. Yeah. But Tommy doesn't know dick about brake pads, so he <laughs> points out Richard knows oh, yeah. everything about these, and he has a you know open schedule now, so he, they're going to go on this road trip together. Hmm, Richard say- is like, no. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going on the road with this guy. Yeah. No one can help baby you. And, and he's there. like, do you have a better idea? <laughs> nope. Things are going great. You know, and then we get, yeah, let me get, it's like, Tommy, this is not a road, this is not a vacation for me. I'm out here against my will. So the least you could do is pretend to work. You're right. Let's review. Yeah. <laughs> don't take no shit from, <laughs> don't take no prisoners. No, we don't take no for an answer. What's our carrying charge? Uh, one and a half percent. Why, Why can't <laughs> Well, try a word association. Say the average human uses 10% of their brain. How much do you use? One and a half percent. The rest is clogged with malted hops and bong resin. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Morons here. (laughs) God, they're back and forth. It's great. So next town over, tons of fun. It's got to be there. (laughs) (coughs) Brilliant. God. They were the comedic duo, man. Tons of fun. <laughs> <laughs> David Spade's thoroughly underrated. Oh, oh, for sure, man. Always will be. 
always be overshadowed. Oh. We always plays the straight man. He's great need, at that. You need him, yeah. You need someone to bounce off of. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they're outside the first place, and they're, Tommy's just like, come on, I got to do this. He's, like, he's freaking out. Yeah, getting hyped up for the sale, you know, trying to make a sales pitch. And uh, Richard's giving him some last minute pointers like, remember, we don't take no no shit from anyone. And then he realizes, you know, it pulls his tie. It's yeah. a clip on. Are you sure? <laughs> does this suit maybe look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. <laughs> yeah, his reaction to that is so good. Uh, it's like, no, we don't take no for an answer. They go inside. It's like, no. Okie dokie. And he just keeps leaving. Oh, He's man. no salesman. <clears throat> ah, so Beverly, Beverly and Paul, you know, instead of. Uh, suing for divorce and taking half of Big Tom's estate, Beverly has was inherited controlling uh, interest in the the actual company. But she doesn't get any money until the company sells. I- exactly. Yeah. Her her it's kind of useless. Her stake in it, unless yeah, unless it becomes someone else's property. So they're they need Tommy to fail in order for this to work. Yeah, which means obviously no one knows that Beverly and Paul are married, but they do, and they're like, oh shit, we gotta like make sure Tommy can't get this done. They don't think he will because he's dumb. How do they... This was, this was 95. I mean, there were there were documents. There were background checks, fingerprints. Like, how did they think they were going to get away with this? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't even change their names. They were still Paul and Beverly. For Christ's sake, they didn't even change... Oh. Lazy motherfuckers. It's amazing. So, I think on their fourth or fifth guy, they get a maybe... And Tommy tries... Tommy and... Yeah, and Richard, yeah. <laughs> Tommy tries to further the point by <laughs> demonstrating with the you're guys... driving along, you're driving vintage along. cars. <laughs> I can't stop! <laughs> Just destroys this guy's little car. Yeah, it sets it on fire, you know. Oh my all, god! All because you want to save a few extra pennies. We're burning alive! New medics in the backseat. Oh, my God. <laughs> New guys in the back puking his guts out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was close. Do you validate? Get out. Get out. <laughs> Do you validate? Just that little bit extra, yeah, man. Perfect, yeah. Again, again, all timing, all timing. And these, yeah, these scenes. Yeah. I just want to drive myself into a goddamn bridge. <laughs> Dad just died. We just killed Bambi. They hit the deer. They put it in the back. My God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, these scenes, they just keep adding up, uh, you know. <laughs> of course, there's a, the scene of them fighting, actually fighting. Yeah. And Richard hits him in with the wood. Ah, prehistoric forest, yeah. <laughs> and they're eating, and there's a huge turning point in the movie because they're eating, and Tommy's like, man, my face really hurts. You know, not so much here or here. But right here. This big fat gash yeah. across his cheek. And then the waitress comes up and is like, Jesus, what happened to your face? I knew it. See, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> Helen, you look like a Helen. Let me tell you why I suck. <laughs> As a salesman. Yeah, and he, so he goes into his spiel about how he's terrible, you know, and he's, I pet it. <laughs> that whole bit is so weird. I, he's holding the little roll as his sale. I pet it, and I stroke it, and massage it. Naughty. Naughty pet. I love when he just starts shaking. Yeah. I love that. Jojo the Indian <laughs> Circus Boy. Yeah, and you know, he, he goes in this whole spiel and he, you know, ultimately wanted wings and he goes in this whole thing and she's like, you know what? She, well, she says, God, you're sick. <laughs> and then Helen says, you know what? I want to throw the fryers back on. We're, we're going to get you those wings. And he's like, Tommy likey. Tommy want wingy. God, you're sick. I love and, then, and then Richard is like, you know, 
Why do they always have to deter these things? Yeah, he got a shrimp cocktail. Yeah, he's like, why, how'd you pull that that 180, you know, on that waitress? Like, to get, he's like, why don't you just sell like that, man? You, like, have nothing to lose. And he's like, well, yeah, I have nothing to lose because, you know, we always got that meat lover's pizza in the back. <laughs> I love that wine. <laughs> we got the meat lover's pizza in the back. Well, he's just like, well, I was just having fun. Yeah. Like, he realizes the, you know, he's just got to be himself, have fun. To get what you want, sometimes you just got to be you. Yeah. That sort of that sort of thing. And that's what his dad was so good at. And that's what Richard starts explaining to him. He's like. Like he's like book smarts weighed bye bye to you a long time ago, but street like street smarts your dad had and you have you know that's what you took from your dad. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's great. It, it, it's the turning point in the movie where they, they they realize hey we might have a chance here if we can get creative. Maybe the board of the head really did knock something loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell did he get a board? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They're on the side of the prehistoric forest. I love that. We didn't even talk about the scene at the gas station when he fucks up the car. I know, I, I know. I mean, there's so many little things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, when he goes into the gas station, he's like, and he's like, you need to get yourself a new map, you know. You know, I can sense your sarcasm. Well, we laying it on pretty thick. Yeah, yeah and you have Chris Farley in the background. That's one of my favorite bits. As far as, as far as the, just the film itself goes, you know, you got Spade and, Spade and this guy, the gas station worker doing their thing, and you got Farley in the background. No words, all physical. <laughs> Trying to get the car door back. And his back hair and- is like flopping up and down. It's beautiful. He, he gets the door back on there and Richard's like, why didn't you pump any gas? Like, they're all out. They just got diesel. We got to move on. Richard like rubs off a little smudge. A little mark, yeah. Opens the door. The fucking door falls off. And Tommy's just like, what'd you do? <laughs> it's so fucking great. It's amazing. That's the beginning of his car. Just, yeah. Oh. Like Bambi. <laughs> Like, Deer just completely trashes his car. He just killed Bambi. Rips up the top, k- kills the windows, destroys the seats. No way that just happened. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things in my life, but that was awesome. Sorry about your car, dude. I love that, man. Yeah, that that, that chunk of it when they're on the road. I mean, the, when he pulls over and he's peeing, and he's like, whoa, whoa. You know, and he's like, I pulled my zipper up too fast. He's got a piss on me. Richard, you're a riot. Yeah, Slow yeah. down. I, I love that. You're a riot. Oh, man. And Spade now, Spade now is like a little more, you know, he's got the backwards hat. He's just great. I love he's it. getting more loosey-goosey. Yeah. Because they make a sale. Yes. So let's get to the sale. After yeah. they, you know, after Richard's like, hey, man, let's use that. Let's use your free-flowing. Remember, be, chicken wings. Just be you. And so they go to this guy, and this guy's hung up about how there's not a guarantee on the brake pad box. Yeah. And, you know. And Richard taps him like chicken wings. And that's when Chris probably chicken wings, chicken wings. Hmm. Let's think about that for a minute. Yeah. I can take a shit and put it inside of a box. You don't guarantee it, but you know, it's still a guaranteed piece of shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Goes into that hole. It's really great. Yeah. Also, also pretty good cinematography when they're moving up. You don't think about that a lot with, with comedies, but this movie is not just average. Like I, I like aspects of it. We've both seen it, you know, probably a hundred times. So yeah. You start paying attention to those things. As that guy who just doesn't want to talk to them is like, your time's up. They keep falling. They go up the stairs. It's pretty fun. Yeah. The movie starts kind of picking up in pace, and you get excited because he says, "Okay, I'll buy from you." <laughs> They're both like, "What? What?" <laughs> and then that, that night, yes, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. They're gonna have a. They're gonna celebrate. Tommy's gonna go get a pizza. They're just. They're happy to. They made a sale. Richard doesn't want them to jinx it. He's like, "Come on, let's celebrate a victory." So he goes to get a pizza. R- Richard starts laughing to himself about Tommy. He goes to close the curtains, and he sees this really hot girl up yes. at the pool. <laughs> Tommy walks by. Richard's like, come on, Tommy, don't give him the weight room thing. He's just like, you know where the weight room is? 
<laughs> I'll check it out. Scram. Uh, such a... Ugh. And she's, you know, being alone, she strips and jumps in the pool. And he starts whacking off. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of nobody's watching. I didn't get any of this when I was a nah, kid. No, But, like, I watched it around, like, you know, 16, 17, and I'm like, fuck, this movie's so much funnier than I remember. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Tommy shows up. Richard caught... Jumps in bed, and Tommy's like, Richard, what were you doing? <laughs> he's not being very subtle about it. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, I was just you know, looking through stuff in my briefcase. Hmm, Richard, how could you be looking through your briefcase when it's over here? <laughs> you know, and then he like goes and looks out the window, and he's like, that's a pretty girl down there. <laughs> wonder if she goes out with one of the Yankees. Richard, were you watching Spanktrovision? <laughs> oh, what's his name? Buddy Wackett? <laughs> Yep, you got it. All right. (laughs) Who's your favorite little rascal? Is it Alfalfa or is it Spanky? (laughs) That, that, I never got that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he keeps holding on to it. Chris (laughs) Ronnie's like, oh. Like Tommy's holding on to that because he's like, you fucking jerked off. You, you bastard. I went to get a pizza and you jerked off. Oh my God. Like, think about if that happened. Like, if you and I, if that happened to you and I, and you came back and you caught me. You wouldn't let me live that town ever. I mean, I would never fucking do that because I'm not an idiot. Richard is. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Incredible. Incredible scene that, yeah, it doesn't make sense until you're a certain age. Yeah. Because they're kind of, they're being upfront about it, but not. It's like. It's, a, it's subtle It's not enough saying to be straight funny. up, were you masturbating? You know. Yeah. It's like spank revision, Buddy Wackett. It wouldn't Yankees. be as funny if Tommy just straight up said, were you masturbating? Were you jerking it? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, but it is a great scene. And you go, all right, the salesman has left the building. You know, yeah. You got all that. He's all excited. <laughs> Around that time, we see Zelensky's commercial, too. Yeah, but they're in the hotel. Yeah, well, we also missed, again, it gets so bunched up in the middle there. That that middle, that scene at the other hotel when they haven't made any sales yet. And yeah. And he rips fat guy. Fat guy in a little coat. Yeah. Richard, fat guy in a little coat. All those fucking moths. That was aggressive amount of moths. Take it off, dickhead. <laughs> Oh. Richard, what's oh. happening? <laughs> yeah, that's a great scene. And yeah, he says, like, you know, they're watching, yeah, and the Zelensky, Dan Aykroyd's character is like, I make, you know, American working back for the American working man because that's who I am. That's who I care about. You know, does all that. And Chris Farley, or Tommy's like, huh, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> Richard, it's like my favorite part, favorite line from him, besides the when they're in the airplane, when he's like, <laughs> when he's like, this guy's trying to like take. 300 jobs from us, you know, not to mention put you on the streets. And all you can say is, eh, he seems like a nice guy. And he's like, what? You know, that banter, man. You, yeah, could, man. you could watch it for hours. You really could. Hours. You could have got 10 movies of this, you know, the same kind of formula of them two just doing stuff. Oh, it's so good. Meanwhile, they made their first sale, right? So Beverly and Paul hear about it. And Paul's like immediately like freaking out. And Beverly's like, all right, it's one sale, man. Like, I don't think he's going to make you know, get 500,000, you know, yeah. chill out. It's one. And he's like thinking of ways, you know, like, well, we can stop the trucks, you know, we can do this, do that. And that's what he sets out to do is stop the trucks. Yeah. Which is a hilarious scene <laughs> because he goes at night, of course, to Callahan to shoot the truck tires. Right. Yeah. When you see the dog, get as far away <laughs> as you can. Don't stay where you are. Like, Oh, that was close. I think I'm gonna stay right here though. You know, <laughs> I've never understood that. Back it up. Back it the fuck up. You know? To where there's just no... It's not possible. But, you know, 
It's pretty funny because the dog gets him. <laughs> Were you ever in a car that had those automatic seatbelts? No. I was. My grandpa no. had a black, uh, I want to say it was like a, a Pontiac something when I was a kid, and it had those auto seatbelts, and I hated those damn things. I always felt like they were going to strangle me. And uh, we had a, a dog, Molly, who uh, ripped those apart. <laughs> so thank you, Molly, for that. But uh, yeah, I always, I always thought that was a very like horrible design. <laughs> auto seatbelts. It fucks up Paul pretty bad. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah, you have the sign fall. The dog is freed and gets him in the, you know. Gets him in the car and he gets beat up pretty bad. Surprised they didn't kill him. <laughs> but, which is probably worse because he ends up going into the computers and changing fucking numbers yeah. as Tommy and Richard are making sales. Ruins their... Because they keep making yeah. sales. After they make one, they can't stop. Nope. They're on a... Yeah. Make it, take <laughs> it, baby. Of the one guy's like, yes, I'll buy. And then he asks Tommy if he ever ate paint chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by, the, by the way, did you eat paint chips as a kid? <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, I, it, you know... And, you got a really funny scene with, uh, obviously, Tommy and, Tommy and Richard when Tommy's asleep. Housekeeping? Housekeeping? Housekeeping, you want pillow? No. I was, want sleepy. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? The hell kind of hotel is this? Hotels just let me sleep yeah. for the love of God. For the love of God. Oh, it's you. Hey, you know, hey, you know. <laughs> In that scene, that's when Richard tells him, like, they're making their mark, you know, of sales. They did like, they did it. They've, they've made all these sales, and they're, they're, they don't know yet that Paul has been messing with the numbers in the computer, which happens to be Michelle's computer, because Michelle is in charge of receiving. Yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, fuck, that's she, Tommy's, you know, it's Tommy's friend. That's, she gets blamed for it, and yeah, qu- dude. she's either, she either quits or she was fired. She, she ends up just leaving, yeah, in that scene, you know, because and and, Tommy comes back. They come back to Ohio, back to Sandusky to kind of see what happened. Richard's like, this feels like a bad Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. In the back holding his head. Did anyone see scanners? <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, so good. Half the orders have already canceled, so it, they... It's fucked up. They can't do it. They're not going to make the, the order. They got to sell the Zelensky. Yeah. And the bank backed by Beverly and Paul, they of course decide to sell. Tommy and Richard go driving. Richard get, gets drunk. Yeah. They're just talking. You know, we tried, we failed. They're just bullshitting. Yeah. And uh, Richard throws up in the car and the cops turn on the sirens and start tailing yeah. Tommy. And Tommy's like, they're never going to believe I wasn't drinking. The whole car smells like beer. I got an idea. And he starts swerving. And he drives into the grass, and they jump out of the car, going bees, bees, <laughs> bees. It's actually, pretty brilliant. It is. I, I would like try it if I were desperate enough. If I was at, if I was in that situation, <coughs> knowing I was going to go to jail, yeah, yeah, not? yeah, me too. <laughs> Straight from time. Of course, you know nowadays the police probably just shoot, well, yeah, shoot these, at the these bees. cops are like, oh, I'm allergic. Yeah, yeah. just roll around on the ground for a little while. We'll come back later and check on yeah. you. And they yeah, fuck off. Holy shit, it worked. <laughs> Richard's just like. I puked on an anthill. Oh, that's they're the answer. No, I don't think so. That's when you know, they see the, the big billboard of Zelensky, and that's it. Like, let's just go to Chicago. Let's go. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Let's reason with him. Let's talk to him. So they decide they're going to go to Chicago and talk to Zelensky themselves. They yeah. go to the airport. But before that, Michelle went to the airport, and she saw Paul and Beverly making out. Yes. Aggressively. Yes. At the so airport. she's like, holy shit. And so she calls her brother, who's a cop. Yeah. She's like, let me get... Detective Brock on, you know, and see if I can get some background information on these two fuckers. So That's what she does. Mm-hmm. And then we have quite possibly my favorite stretch of the movie. <laughs> when 
Yeah. Chris Farley and David Spade, just absolutely legendary stuff. Could have been a skit on SNL for sure. <laughs> when they when they steal the uh, flight attendants, uh, you know, uniforms, and they you know are wearing them. Uh, Could never get away with that. Oh no! After like I love today's that. I, I love I love like that part. It's just yeah. So there's no way. It's so unbelievable. What are we serving today? Chicken or chicken? Yeah, they told us they told us we'd be shorthanded today. Yeah, like oh, can you guys take uh, the announcements? Yeah, sure. Don't worry. Throw a couple bags of peanuts at him. We'll be there before you know it. This here's Tommy. He's what does he say? He's an aqua- like he's a Scorpio. Yeah, and he's never been laid. <laughs> he's never been laid. <laughs> if you can't figure this out, you are a retard. <laughs> the seatbelt. I love that. And then my, my favorite part is with the restroom. David Spade goes in the restroom to change. <laughs> it's like two seconds. And Chris Farley's face is the whole the whole thing. Yeah. He's trying to figure it out. <laughs> and then he goes in and it takes him, you know, a long time because he keeps bumping, <laughs> bumping into everything. The, the little like folding thing keeps falling onto his head. Oh, jeez. His tie gets sucked into the toilet. <laughs> My favorite bit of that is when they're going after the, uh, it's like, all right, next up, life vests. Don't know why we should bother with these. Odds are if we crash into something, it's going to be a mountain. <laughs> it's going to be a mountain. Yeah. That part is great. Tommy yeah. puts on the child's life vest and starts strangling himself. <laughs> Pops it with that lady's pen. The old lady, yeah. He's a big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? <laughs> and then the old lady, <laughs> isn't he, folks? <laughs> and then that lady's in the restroom. Ay, caramba. <laughs> There's a 30-minute time limit, ma'am. <laughs> so oh good. God. And, you know, before they, before you know it, they land in Chicago. They land in Chicago. They get in a cab, and Tommy's rubbing himself with an air freshener. It's like <laughs> Richard's like, you're going to smell like a cab driver. The guy looks back like, what? It's like not that that's bad. <laughs> and the cab driver gives him a good, you know, yeah. good little brake check. Oh, son of a... <laughs> we needed that. We needed that. <laughs> remind us that we're watching Tommy Boy. Yeah. They, so, yeah. yeah, so they go to, you know, Zelensky's, you know, this is his tower, his building. They go into his building, and they're trying to find him. Tommy goes to check the bank, and he just screams, listen up, this will only take a second. And everybody drops. <laughs> the two security guards throw their guns at him. He's yeah. like, oh, jeez. And he runs out. Shoot. You do not do that in a bank. Jesus Christ. Unless you're Tommy, yeah. Tommy goes to find Richard's, like, walk slow. <laughs> like, Jesus, what happened over here? Like, consorting with a known felon? Hey, that's the, no, some other fat guy with the tiny head. I have a tiny head. <laughs> and they get in the elevator, and Zelensky's in the elevator. Yeah. Right? Oh, Zelensky. Say something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> pretty, pretty, uh, I would be, uh... Intimidated? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. The king of auto parts? Well, yeah. and just Dan Aykroyd, you know, just like, oh my God. Well, because you're Chris Farley, you're David Spade, you're like, this guy, if he didn't exist, I don't know if I do, you know? Pioneer. Uh, SNL, yeah, like. That's got to be just like, whoa, you know? Yeah, man. That's going to be pretty amazing. Well, just like if if um, like Bill Hader got to work with, with Chris Farley, you know? It'd be like, oh, yeah. man, that's the guy that was doing it when I was one. <laughs> Before I did. You know, it's just, I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Legacies. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and we finally get Dan Aykroyd on the fucking screen. Like, we finally have Zelensky here in the flesh. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your dad. Yeah. He was a good man. He was a good man, yeah. <laughs> So and, insincere. Yeah. And uh, a little heavy on the pine tree and perfume there, kid. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, he actually comments yeah. on the air freshener, which we got yeah. at, when we went to Draft House. One of the props was a little cab, cab yeah. air freshener. It's hanging in my car. Pretty cool. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it won't leave. Like, I no. Yeah. 
Well, if he's like, it's actually, it's a cab, taxi cab air fresher. He's like, good, you pinpointed it. Step two is washing it off. Yeah, step, step two. <laughs> step two is he's like it a, off. He's like a robot. The way he talks. And, uh, you know, when they get off the elevator, you know, and he's like, you know, you know, tell these two boys, let's, you know, get them out of here, you know. Yeah. They're following him through his industrial side of things, trying to convince him about Callahan. And he's like, look, you know, it's nothing personal, but sometimes you got to tie a factory to a tree and bash him with a shovel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the fact. I just want the, I want the Callahan name, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why should I waste money? To, all I want is the goddamn box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, Dan. Ah, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> ah. <It's, laughs> I love that Chicago accent. I can't get oh, over yeah. that shit. God, I love that. <laughs> and so Zelensky, like he's walking, tells tells two security guards, like, you know. Escort them out of the building. Kindly escort them, yeah, back downstairs and out of and the Paul building. And Paul and Beverly are in there about to sign Zelensky. What's my, yeah. And, you know, what's my what's my family doing in there is what, yeah. what Tommy says. Little does he know. Mm-mm. And he realizes outside on a bench that, you know. The bench breaks. Yeah, could have done without that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, insult to injury. Michelle shows up, tells Tommy, you know, that she saw uh, Paul and Beverly kissing in the airport and that they're married. So Tommy comes up with a plan and goes inside. I've got a plan. <laughs> he shatters it, which is weird. <laughs> I've got a plan. I love that, yeah. That's great. <laughs> and he goes inside the building and shows the security guards he's got... What looks like dynamite strapped to a the wires and a, and a watch. So big fat risk. Damn. I mean, domestic terrorism. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Jesus. And it's like on live news. Yeah, because it's amazing. He gets that crew to come with. Yeah. It's amazing he wasn't picked up by the feds. <laughs> no, and also not to mention that people thought he had just held up them like moments before. So it's like, <laughs> how is that guy? How is the guy who did that and made all of you jump to the ground just sitting on a park bench outside? Makes no sense. There's a few things in this movie that are like completely implausible as far as like legal. Yeah. Well, like you're saying with with Beverly and Paul, it's like they didn't fucking change their name. Like, how do they not find these fuckers? You know. Yeah. Typically, if you're committing fraud, you don't commit fraud under your name. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me. I don't Speaking know. Speaking of fraud, that's what you know. Yep. Michelle obviously brings up to them, and they're like, "Let's let's yeah, let's go do this." So they bring a news team into the board meeting. Yeah, and Tommy talks to Zelensky on. And Zelensky's camera. like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. yeah, talks to him and kind of, you know, almost blackmails his reputation into yeah. buying the brake pads from Callahan, and he does. He buys five hundred thousand brake pads, saves the factory on live TV. But he's like, you know, what does it matter? I'm going to own the factory in a couple of minutes. Anyway. That's when you have like Lewis and the other guys at Callahan. Tommy just sold yeah. half a million brake pads. You know, they go crazy. It's, he cheered. It's, it's great. He won. He it's did awesome. it. awesome, yeah. And the news team leaves. He's like, oh, these are road flares. And Zelensky asks him, did you live under power lines when you were a kid? Why? <laughs> I love that. God, I love that. And uh, that's when, like, the news leaves, and the uh, Michelle reveals that Paul's committing fraud, mm-hmm. which means that their shares still belong to Tommy, which means he's not selling the factory. Yeah. So... Paul takes off, and uh, Zelensky tells uh, Tommy, like, you pulled a fast one on me. We'll Savor the flavor, because it sure as shit won't happen again. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so Gotta check the Callahan for those brake pads. He's good, he's good on his word. I like Hell yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, Zelensky may be a greedy salesman, but he plays by the like by the rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I respect that greatly. It truly was not personal. He didn't want to take the... And he steals the girl, and, you know, yeah. has the classic line... That that I can't quote like myself like fluently. 
<laughs> with the marbles and all that. Yeah. yeah. Tough it's, break, kid. Get drunk on me. Use the bucket to ice down your marbles. You're Z. When he does, <laughs> when it happens in the movie, you're like, man, dude, he's got flow, a comedic flow like it's, nobody else. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it really is. Oh, <laughs> god. Yeah, fantastic. So incredible. Oh, and in that bit, we <laughs> Richard's bald. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you tell anybody, I will kill you. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I will kill you. It's such a little thing. It doesn't need to be there. It's okay, it's, Richard. It's yeah. such a great little little bit. Explains a lot of Richard's insecurities. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Late again, Tommy. You're pathetic. <laughs> it was yeah. So now he did it. He saved the factory. Tommy gets inaugurated as the you know, the new president of Callahan. And he's you know, giving a speech to the crowd. We built our first fort together, Lewis. I lost my virginity to your daughter, RJ. What was it's it? like what? Yeah. You were there. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. guy, yeah, and the like, guy walks away. He runs. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, yeah, he's gonna run this place. He's gonna run it like his dad did, like a family. And uh, he goes out to, you know, kind of let his dad go on the boat, and yeah. wind picks up and knocks, uh, knocks him on the head. So it's a little bit special moment. Yep. And that's the end of the movie. It's a great movie. It's a wonderful movie. Very cute. Very funny. I give it a a nine. Yeah. This is one of those where it's like, why is it not a 10? Well, because like those things we pointed out, there's some just extreme, extreme implausibilities that there's just, these things would never happen. Can't happen. There's very few comedy 10s for me. Yeah. Comedy 10s are saved for movies that push, push it like The Big Lebowski. Yeah. And Grand Budapest Hotel. Tropic Thunder for me. Movies that go a little bit further than the typical... It's gonna be hard for any like Dumb and Dumber or this to get to go above a nine. I agree. I, I give it a nine as well. Um, God, I love it. Love it so much. It's so quotable. So much fun. And I'll be watching it, you know, just over and over and over again for the rest of my life. <laughs> It'll be one of those that, like, when you're my friend, I just got to be able to quote it around you. you Without know? a doubt, yeah. I, I got to be able to. You got to be able to know. What I'm, you got to know what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 wicked important to both of us, both of our film. Film watching lives. Yeah. Uh, essential to our development. And very essential to the, the comedy, the love we have for comedy. For sure, man. Chris Farley, man. Rest in peace. Oh, for this was fun. This was very fun. And uh, stay tuned for our episode on Velvet Buzzsaw this Wednesday. Yeah, very excited for that. And uh, if you haven't already, check out our episode on Judy Garland. Fantastic actress, underrated, I think, in a lot of circles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll have a lot of these Sunday fun day episodes just for you while there, you know, things are slow in the movie community. Yeah. We're going to try to keep it. We're going to try to get it to where, even though there's not movies coming on theaters, we won't, we're going to try to have an episode each Sunday. I think that would be have something. Yeah. Something, something yeah. out there. Cause some yeah. anniversary movie, some top 10, something we just feel like talking about because yeah, I definitely want more content in my life right now because we're going to be sitting around a little bit more at home. Yeah. So I think it'd be good. Yeah. To why not? input our own content and uh, have you guys uh, enjoy it and give ideas. And I'm not kidding when, if you know, if, if someone were to say, do this movie during the coronavirus, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, if you want to hear about black sheep, why not? We'll do it. Yeah. We'll give, and we'll make that our fun day Sunday type thing. You know, that's what we'll do. Um, Cause yeah, during this time, yeah, I think we all need to kind of like just come together and have fun together. You know, I agree. Uh, even if obviously we can't, <laughs> have a bunch of, you know, bunch of us around each other, but that's what's cool about, like, the internet these days is we can communicate and keep kind of being creative with each other uh, without hanging out physically and in person. We can still 
still have fun and still communicate and still be a society. Uh, it's just going to be different, you know? True. True. It's going to be different. And it's going to be very hard to not be able to go see movies. So we'll keep continue talking about old ones. Without a doubt. And yeah, we just, we love doing this. We'll talk about anything. Just, yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you have anything specific you want us to check out, you know, throw us a line. On anything, yeah. Like you said, Instagram, Twitter, you know, email. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. We got everything. So, uh, thank you for listening and we will catch you next Wednesday. Peace. Mm Thank you.